welcome to Burning Metal Metal Sessions. Guys, this is a whole new thing, whole new plot, whole new forge. Long story short, Burn Point is my regular podcast episodes with point by point talking about a single uh, issue. Metal Sessions are a more relaxed version of just talking about the news mainly. And it's going to be about anything and everything. But we will have something to talk about here, especially today, because it's kind of big. And most definitely, I am looking forward to all of the kind of creative freedom that this one brings compared to Burn Points. I will relabel all the episodes, call them Burn Points. But Burning Metal is growing, we're changing, we're trying new things. I'm excited for everything to come. And man, it's, it's just pretty much, it's pretty fun, like honestly. Before we get into real topics here, like, I had a, I had a snag of my mic. My mic ended up dying on me at some point, and it's kind of crazy. I don't know. Like, it just died, and I couldn't do the episode on a Sunday. So it means I couldn't put a, a podcast out one week again, and then it, it's, it's crazy. I had to buy a new, new mic. Got it. It works perfectly fine. Blue Yetis are great. It's just mine was a little older. And, you know, it's, it's a great mic. You should probably get one. And yeah, I think we're all in agreement that mics are very sensitive. So you just got to treat your mics really well. But overall, I'm excited. I am here. And I we're just here to play the game, right? And I'm just really here for all of this. And guess what? G-Metal, Forge Master, host. We are ready. We are ready. So now let us get into the first major thing I want to talk about, which is at this point a week year old, and it's just getting crazier and crazier, is that Warner Brothers movie lineup. That crazy movie lineup that they have all for two times 2021, that lineup is about to become HBO Max exclusives for about 30, the first 30 days of release. That is a big deal. A big freaking deal. Like, if there was anything that might have scared Hollywood, this was it. Because now, theater, people can't go to theaters right now, especially in New York and LA, because they won't open up for, for anything. And now that that's going to happen, New York and LA won't open up for probably until probably March. Let's just say at earliest March of next year. What does that mean for everyone else in the Hollywood industry? It means you got to start putting stuff out on there. I think a major, major, major reason why they haven't done that yet as an entire industry is because they still make so much money at the theaters. The multiplexes, the theaters, all of them make so much money that is a risky play to have any amount of money moved away from the theaters in general. Everything's a little different, sure, but it's really crazy. Now that AMC, Regal... And any other big entertainment, it's crazy. Like, we're all here, and we're just thinking, like, okay, cool. Because to me, I'm going to still go to movie theaters all day. And not only am I going to movie theaters, I don't really mind uh, having other people go to theaters with me or not. But what is a crazy part is, will we be able to, I don't know, switch up everything once COVID's gone? Hollywood is going to want to take all the movies back to... The theaters and do the regular release dates and everything but we might be accustomed to having every movie out for us on streaming 
I know plenty of people who won't go to the theaters for that reason. And that's the biggest scare Hollywood's facing. I don't really know where they're going to go with that. I've heard rumors that one, HBO will take it away. And the other rumor is HBO won't take it away. And they'll just keep it there and the industry just changes completely. Either way, I think that second one, whether HBO, whether Warner Brothers like it or not, will be the norm. Because think about it. Halfway through the year, you're doing your stuff, you're making your movies. Now you got to think about how to make a movie that can make money. And on top of that, have people actually go to the theater. I don't know. I think it's an, it's, it's an insane prospect to think about. Such a simple move on for consumers changes everything for the entire industry. And it's, wow, Um, how do I say it? It's something that I don't know what to tell you about. And maybe we will see the ramifications of said thing. But I don't know. Like, we're, we're going to be very much in this as consumers. But will we be able to do it ourselves? Would you, Okay, question. Would you guys, would you guys really want to go to the movies after, let's just say, a whole year at least of two or three movies that you like? Let's just say Warner Brothers is the only company that does it. Are you guys thinking of going back to the movies? My answer is yes. The experience of movies, um, the best part about going to movies is that you're not at home, right? You're with your friends. You're out doing something. It feels like you're, you're not at home and it doesn't feel lazy. Plus, you have some really nice uh, seats in New York. I can only say that for New York. They have some really nice seats in New York theaters. That if you go to the right one, you will get really comfy. You will pass out on them. And then it's just a fun experience. Even though it's expensive with the popcorn, hot dog, soda, candy, all of that. It's a really fun experience. Then being at home where you're with your mom, where you're in the same bed you fall asleep in. Or it's you're in jam jams. I'm not into that. I'm into getting dressed, going out, and going to a movie. Because I can wear white in a movie theater and go back home. I can't wear white and walk around everywhere or wear white and go to an Italian restaurant. You can't do that. You can wear white to go to movie theaters. Dude, it's it's a crazy time in, in, our, in this. My experience with movies is a great experience. I can't change it for the world unless I could build one in my house. Then I'd stop going. But I'm not rich right now. So, hey, let's go. Let's go to the movies, guys. Like, it's an insane prospect. But it's real. It's real prospect there. And... I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens. The world is such a different place right now. And will we, will, what will it become? I don't know. The industries all are changing. And the movies is the slowest to change to modern tech. But why? Because we, they make so much money old ways anyway. Why change it? Well, now COVID has made them change it. What kind of content would it, would it, they need to change to, to maintain a profit level? And being with the times, right? I hate to say it myself because I enjoy how the old movie theater system is. It's kind of pricey, sure, but I enjoy it. But how do you make content now for potential streaming services that really are taking over all forms of movies and TV shows and so on and so forth? Like, as a viewer myself, if it's on streaming and I don't get every bit of it, I don't watch a TV show anymore. It's sad, but true. I can't sit there week to week and watch a TV show. Because eventually I'll just stop watching. I'll wait for the whole thing to come out and then watch it. And then even then I won't watch it because I would have known the entire story, kept up with it, and 
through reviews and other people reviewing and watching it. It's a crazy time for entertainment. There is no one right way to make a movie anymore or a TV show. And what kind of content can someone create to push the boundaries of what we know as American Hollywood? It's his own culture, his own pride. Actors have mastered the way to make money in Hollywood, just like producers, just like directors. They have mastered it because they know what to ask for and when to ask for it now. Now, with streaming involved, especially lots of people who aren't major actors, they have now have to worry about streaming to add to their deal. Um, it's not the same. There's significantly less physical copies of things being sold and so on that it doesn't make sense to go down this route of selling DVDs and so on and so forth. Some movies still get saved by it, but most of the time they don't. Like the crazy part is none of this stuff actually works anymore or school ways. Only reason why we like the movies is because the experience, the crazy seats, the loudness, the fact that we're not at home. But take take that away. Take take away the special seats. Take away the $25 tickets, one ticket. Take away the $15 popcorn, the $10 hot dog, and the $8 soda. You're at home, in your bed, relaxing. And that is where we're going, really. People don't want to go outside anymore. Now, maybe, maybe, in the future, because we're just all massively gathering big groups again, movies will probably boom again. Yes. We need money for that. So even if the pandemic ends instantly, people will want to do that. We won't all have the money to go and pay for regular movies again. But we can pay for streaming services, because streaming services have one price, and they're not charging extra for any of these movies. There's a saying, you have to watch them within 30 days to get the benefit of it. That's not that hard. And guess what? We would have watched Wonder Woman. Uh, we're going to get to watch Space Jam. Dune. <sighs> Just, there's a lot more movies, and I don't have the list in my head right now. But there are more movies I do want to watch. Oh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Like, it's an insane list of movies, and now movies have to restructure how they make their deals. Half of these directors and studios are suing Warner Brothers because they're trying to say it's, going, it's pretty much murdering the box office tickets, which is where everyone makes money off of. And Warner Brothers makes direct amount of money off users and views on their, on their sites, which is HBO Max. So yes, you're essentially cutting out everyone else to do this. So now everyone else needs to be in this Warner Brothers money-making bracket. Or are they? We don't know. And I think that's the most exciting part. Dude, <laughs> where are we going to be in 10 years? Actors just... Everyone for the past two or three years have found out how to make movies. It's insane, and now they have to relearn. That is going to show you. Life is, life is a com complete mess of skills never don't don't just rest on your laws anymore guys <laughs> if you're a creator of content and you master one way form awesome but don't get comfortable in that in that one because if you do what will happen to you will not be kind you will be forgotten eventually you have to move forward all this shows you is that netflix has done way more damage than anyone ever thought it could hbo max is trying to compete with netflix and disney and Disney cannot charge extra for movies. I'm sorry, Mulan was not worth 30 extra dollars. I watch it for free. It's a streaming movie. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a streaming movie, guys. And someone would have paid 15 to 20 dollars, depending on which movies you're going to, what kind of cinema you plan to experience in 3D, 4D, Dolby Atmos. Uh, you just never know. And we're all here because 
we want to watch movies, but then it's the experience. It's the experience we want, but then when the experience fails, it's like we've been betrayed. If the experience doesn't work, then it doesn't work. And not every movie's great or good made well. Hollywood has some bad habits that they have not fixed because they think they're untouchable of all this money being made. This one, this does do one thing if it's does stick. It makes Hollywood actors more accountable to the consumer. Actors, producers, directors. They're all way more accountable now to us, the consumer, in comparison to everything else. And I don't know if they like that, but I like that. I'm on board with that mentality. Where you no longer hide, um, you're no longer hiding this crazy, nonsensical idea. And because this movie was bad, but guess what? For the first two weeks, everyone wanted to watch it, see if it's good or bad or not. People watched it, and you made the money you need to make. Now this changes the game. Because someone could just use your Netflix account or your HBO account in the future, thinking about it. And Netflix ahead of that game, too. They make feature films that go directly to Netflix. And then goes to the theater. I'm a theater guy, but if you're talking about money, the money's definitely in streaming. The future of all digital media minus video games, because video games is a whole nother can of worms, is streaming. Streaming, streaming, streaming. We all are thinking about streaming. And we're just thinking about it as in, what are we going to do with it? <sighs> My bad. What are we going to do with streaming? And on top of that, if you if you use HBO, if you use Disney Plus, I haven't used Peacock like that, but um maybe maybe not. But Netflix and Hulu are the only two streaming services that to this day don't fail you. The titles don't malfunction or completely stop. I love HBO Max, but it's a challenge to watch some stuff on there. And Disney Plus has some great content, but you can't binge on there either. Amazon Prime's okay, and sometimes has its issues. Um, I really haven't used any other one. Maybe Showtime and all of them, they actually do really well too. But it's insane, like, the streaming services are taking over officially now because COVID pushed all of this. This was probably going down 20 years from down the line. Now, because of COVID, it pushed to now. We skipped probably 20 years worth of content of Hollywood, uh tiptoeing around this issue and argument of how can we how can we make money here now they have to put it here because they made movies for hundreds of millions of dollars and they just can't have it lay out james bond that movie that movie there's a whole new person who owns it like some uh, her name something something broccoli i think i don't know (laughs) don't quote me on that name but to make money she tried to sell this movie to stream uh, the last james bond movie to streaming service for 600 mil to make a hundred million dollar profit back, the most streaming service we're willing to pay for is three hundred. So what's happening is the movie isn't is no longer the asset to make to make money. Dude, it's insane. I'm actually really excited for this because either way you look at it, it was going to change regardless. But now with streaming being so powerful, we have crazy, crazy, crazy ideas coming out now. And now. You just don't make a movie and go into Hollywood out no more. You can go other routes. Smaller creators can go other places. Yo, man, like legit, if you have a good script, you no longer have to hope some Hollywood big shot wants you. You could do things now. Because streaming is so big, you're essentially saying if you have talent and you have a little bit of money, you make your own movie, right? Let's just say you make a decent movie. And on Netflix, and on the same time, let's just say somehow they they have a movie like... 
Oscar-nominated movie. Your movie in the Netflix top 10 could be number two next to behind a Oscar-nominated film. And you can make money and prestige without the Hollywood bug that's on the wall that's trying to take over all of entertainment. And Hollywood's doing their best, though. I'm not going to lie to you. They go from making their own movies to now trying to capture the superhero space to they'll go with whatever people are at and try to Hollywoodize it. Hollywood's its own, its own beast. I'm really excited, but really looking forward to see where people land. On what side versus who versus who versus who. Some creators might easily transition to this new phase of movie making. Um, one of my favorites won't transition very well. Actually, probably two of my favorites, if I'm really being honest. Quentin Tarantino and Christopher Nolan. I can't talk about Tarantino for sure he doesn't like the idea, but he probably won't because he's just like Nolan in the movie making process and how mystique it is. And it is kind of true that if you make it so easy to access, you also take away the magic of what it takes. And there is something to that, but Christopher Nolan definitely dislikes this idea. More so than any uh, director that talks about vocally. And it's not even money-wise. You see, it's not the idea of money, for Nolan at least. It's the idea that his movies will be playing up against some crappier forms of movies. So it's, it's a comparison form. So in Hollywood, when you go to the theaters, you're playing up against all these other movies that are considered good movies. And for Nolan, he's a great filmmaker. And when he goes to the theaters... And let's just say it is a April release on a week, April month with no good movies coming out. He owns the theater and he makes all that money, right? And now it's going to be next to streaming. He could be going up against the Chappelle show. Oh, there's another point. The Chappelle show, guys. The freaking Chappelle show. So, okay. In Chappelle show, right? The Chappelle show is such a good show. And Dave... <laughs> Asked his fans to boycott the show. Nothing else, not the streaming services, nothing. Just the show itself. So that Viacom would pay him money or renegotiate the deal so he can make money off streaming. Because the thing was, he was making money off DVD sales and everything else. Streaming game into play. They put it everywhere like two months ago, three months ago. And now, they're making a boatload of money. Like, like, damn, like a boatload of money. We don't know where it's going. And they're making a, they're making money, money, money. And Dave's not getting any cent of that streaming money. And he's looking at it like, yo, what's happening? So it helps and hurts the artists. And really, the evolution of everything does that all the time. What will it be? I don't know. Like, this whole thing's a whole different, like, animal in the industry in general. Like, do you make smaller projects? Do you make bigger projects? How do you budget these films? Do Hollywood actors matter anymore? Does one actor change the whole game? Would Now do you pay an actor 20, 30 million just to be in your movie, even if it's good or bad? We don't know anymore. Because it has to move numbers. And you have to make money. And Netflix has really never had to show its numbers. Any streaming service hasn't had to show their numbers and prove what they're doing. Because all they gotta say is they're gaining users. If you're gaining users, then you're making money, in essence. It's a volume game more than it is a quality play. Because I make a Netflix movie does not mean I'm making money because my movie is productive. It could be. Very well could be, but it also could be that people are getting back into Chappelle's show and they're just getting back into Netflix watch Chappelle's show. Or The Office. And that success transitions into my success. And it's timing and it's perception. 
It's not actual numbers anymore. That may be a start, is to start counting uh, numbers for the streaming services. That's probably going to be the future, where to control all the power of streaming services is to kind of show what that is. Because right now, actors don't have any leverage in streaming, other than, my I'm a big name, pay me $30 million and I'm good. Or, I'll produce it, I get, I'm a producer, I'm a director, and I'm an actor, and I make money off that, all those positions as well. That's the only real way of doing it now. Because right now, let's just say you're Rob Downey Jr., you did Avengers, your contract says you make 30% off what this movie actually makes in the theaters, box office-wise. That's why box office matters. But let's just say half of those people get cut off, the Avengers, Endgame, made the most money a billion, 500, 600, I don't know. And let's just say that movie got cut in half to, I don't know, 570 million or whatever, whatever the half a billion. So yeah, half billion, 500 million. So you're probably just looking at mid to high, almost 600 million. Movies need to make 700 to 800 million nowadays to make a profit. So, I mean, I guess we can go back to the 80s when selling merch was a good way of supplementing that extra cash. But then that's more deals that you have to make. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know where this goes. I thought it was an interesting topic. Like, popularity really does have to come into play now. Um, You know, it's just crazy. It's a crazy idea, a crazy world we're living in. What made someone famous five years ago will now make them maybe not famous. So we don't know. I love it. We're in a new time period. And this is a new format, so I'll probably tinker with this kind of podcast for a little bit change it up a little bit every episode or so but before i do log off on this one i do want to say i'm starting a blog for more content where i'm where i type about um everyday stuff where i come like well i can't make an episode on it because it just doesn't stem where i don't want to make a three-minute podcast you know, since I only make them like once a week, I don't want to make a three-minute podcast, right? I can write about it. So if you're interested in this, um, go to the go to the description. You'll see all my social medias, and I appreciate anyone who listens to this. G Metal Forge Master and a host. I love this all. Um, I, I have great times doing this. I have more things coming down the pipeline. I'm really excited for. I just have equipment I have to wait for, and it's very much all coming all at once. I had to wait for this thing to come back from my red Blue Yeti mic to my black Blue Yeti mic. It's not blue, guys, even though it says Blue Yeti. <laughs> but I will say this, I'm excited. We are back in back in this. I'm, you know, shooting as much as I can. I'm, sh- I'm shooting this one a couple days early so I can really play around with the editing and see what I want to do with this episode. But guys... Remember, stay metal, be creative, go tell the world to kiss your boots. Guys, it's amazing. Thank you and rock on.